And welcome back. You're listening to The Frittle Show on KVXL 101.1 FM Experience Liberty Radio from Liberty Baptist Church in Las Vegas. Today we have one of my most favorite people in the entire world of all the people in the world that I know, which is actually not that many. He is one of my favorite ones. He's a lawyer, nationally syndicated columnist, political commentator, author of eight bestsellers. I'm sure this is going to make it nine, but uh, he's here today to talk with us about his new book. It is, of course, David Limbaugh. How are you doing, sir? Great. How are you? And and I just have to wonder about uh, you having a Baptist church in the middle of Las Vegas. How do we reconcile? (laughs) There's actually a few of (laughs) us, and we reconcile it as this is our mission field. And (laughs) we Ah, are here. There you go. We are here to be a light in a very well bright but dark city how's that there you go i'm sure las vegas is great that's just one place of all the many sins i have gambling has never been one of them i i, I guess you guys don't even consider it a sin so i apologize well no I'm i mean alienating my audience no no it's it's Sorry. okay I and love we, you guys. I love, <laughs> I love gamblers. we actually we preach against gambling from the pulpit but to be honest i'm a little bit okay with it and i probably shouldn't because this is entirely carnal but one of the main reasons why we don't have to pay state taxes in Nevada is because of so many people that just come here and throw their money at us. So, you know, wow. I can't I can't be that upset with it really. But also I as a Christian, with you, on that. you know what I'm saying? I'd trade my I'd trade my morals in a heartbeat to get rid of my six <laughs> percent sales. Uh, I mean, income tax in Missouri. It's, so, it's, it's who a, am I to judge? It's the struggle is real. That's what I'm saying. The struggle is real. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So, but you're, uh, you're, yeah, you're in sort of the Bible Belt over there, and maybe that's why you can write so many incredible, epic books that talk about the Bible. What, what I, I read, uh, I read something. Rush said something about your book that I just loved. He called your new one. It's called Jesus is Risen, uh, Paul in the Early Church. When I first saw the title, I'm not gonna lie, I thought you were just diving real deep into the resurrection account. But then when I yeah. actually paid attention, I realized that this is like part four of your saga. And Rush says that this is a primer for understanding Acts and the Apostle Paul. Is he is he close? Yeah, and um, it, you're exactly right. It's a continuation. I did the Gospels the last time, and this is this tracks with the Bible, uh, the Book of Acts, and six of Paul's epistles, the missionary epistles. I, I what I was trying to do was to write this in chronological order like I did the Gospels. I arranged them in chronological order, yeah. and I pretty much restate the text, summarize it, and then do a run, running commentary on literally, I say literally, almost every verse of the book of Acts, and then you've got uh, uh, the six of Paul's epistles, beginning with Galatians, First and Second Thessalonians, First and Second Corinthians, and Romans, which are just awesome books, and the only reason I stopped it at six was because I ran out of space and I wanted the <laughs> material to no I wanted the material to dictate uh, the, itself so sure. the length of it so I didn't want to artificially read it so so I, I covered it deeply enough in my opinion to, to get the information out that I wanted the goal is ultimately to energize and excite people to read the Bible uh, for themselves it's not it doesn't purport to be the word of God I, I'm just a book about the Bible. Sure. And you ought to read the Bible itself as the inspired Word of God. But I love this because I, these, these books are what I wish I had had available to me when I was a hungry uh, early believer looking for right. solid food and 
some spiritual milk. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. it's exciting to share what I've learned. That's really what I'm doing. So it sounds like it's really not just a continuation of True Jesus, which was the last one and was a chronological account of the Gospels, but the style sounds very similar to where you take, uh, pretty much like you said, it's verse for verse out of the Bible, and then you basically give uh, a little bit of a... You, you break it down. You make it easy to understand for someone who maybe didn't grow up in church or who would read the Bible and be like, what in the world is happening here? You take it and you make it simple, like step now, by step. That's the goal, and, and, and to make it accessible but still in enough depth that they get something out of it. And I borrow from, you know, thousands of, well, not a thousand, but let's say eight, nine hundred footnotes and mm. from the great scholars, the great commentators, and then my own commentary, and I'm not saying I'm a scholar, but I've learned a lot. And and so it's just, yeah, give give people insight into what these passages mean, and if there's difference differences of opinion on what they mean, talk about that difference. Sure. I'm pretty much mainstream. I'm not out there on anything. I don't think I'm out there you know, on a limb on too many things. No, not not theologically. Some some other things we could That's talk about, I mean. but you know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I fully confess. I'm so you a radical do radical right winger. Oh yes, that's a whole other subject. But so you take um, yeah. you take six of Paul's epistles. Why why did you choose these six? You said Romans, Corinthians, uh, Galatians, um, and I, I forgot the other Thessalonians. two. Thessalonians. Thessalonians. Are yeah. these because the these reason. are the books that are interacting with what's happening in Acts? Yes, and it's precisely because I wanted to uh, simulate. A, a chronological historical experience for the reader. Mm-hmm. He, he's he, the reader's going, seeing the development of the church through the eyes of the Apostle Paul and Peter and the other apostles, and the struggles and the adversities they faced. And then uh, these are believed to be the the six epistles that Paul wrote first. So I'm kind of keeping it, as you just aptly noted, in the same style as the True Jesus chronological. So these six. Um, epistles were written first, and they're his missionary epistles that he wrote on his three missionary journeys and his trip to Rome. And and they just, they tell of Paul's struggles, and then they, their letters to the churches, uh, these churches that Paul founded uh, in, in throughout the Roman Empire, and his, his personal, deeply personal uh, communications, intimate communications with these uh, Christians these new believers who he helped bring uh, the word to, and he sees them falling away, that there, there's divisiveness in the church, there's false teachers who, who come around and preach a wrong, a false gospel, and he's correcting them, and, and he's also telling them not to be divisive. He's giving them practical advice on the Lord's Supper, about, uh, and, and then giving them substantive knowledge. You know, Paul doesn't just give practical instruction. For Christian living and for church harmony and community, he also writes deep theological treatises, especially in, in Romans. Mm-hmm. And so we get much of our theology from Paul. He's the one who expounded it. I mean, Jesus lived it. It's all about Jesus, who's fully human and fully divine. And, and the but but Paul, man, he really expounded Scripture. Uh, I mean, expounded what it means, Christian doctrine. And so we get a lot, so much of Christian doctrine from Paul. And to get it from the source, my book, just get it, get it, get it from the source, Paul, is just awesome. So I try to, to give readers as much of that, introduce them to as much of that as I can. Yeah, and, and what I think people may not realize necessarily, 
well, I don't want to give it away because I don't know if you talk about this in your book or not. But Paul, he's not one of the original twelve guys, right? We know that he comes along. Right. No. Go ahead. Don't don't. You're not giving anything away. Okay. Bible All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, he comes or along. He comes along later. Yeah, a couple people, hopefully, at least some of our listeners. Yeah they know the punchline but so he comes along later it's a miraculous account but uh and this is the part where i don't know if you talk about this in your book yet or not but paul when he's not one of the original 12 his story is completely different you know we've got fishermen tax collectors paul is out of left field if you will why do you think it is why does god use paul the guy that's completely different than everybody else that's in the bunch and, and and by the way he he tells, and I retell in this book, God chose him before the, he created the universe yeah. to be his apostle to the Gentiles. He was the Jew of Jews. He was the Pharisaic Jew. Uh, he was steeped in the, the Hebrew law, the Mosaic law, and he studied under the famous rabbis, and he was a fierce observer of, of Jewish tradition and, and, and Jewish law. And he was so adamant about the purity of the scriptures that when Christ came along, when Jesus came along, he, he believed that the apostles, the, the new Christian apostles, were, were diluting the message, perverting the message. And he believed that was an affront to God, and he had a duty to go out and round them up and imprison them and kill them because they were actually blaspheming and, and destroying God's work and God's message. And so... He was an extremely passionate, brilliant person who got, who Christ confronted on the Damascus Road and blinded him for three days and told him, you will now be my uh, apostle. Why are you persecuting me? Not why are you persecuting the church? It, when you're persecuting the church, you're persecuting Jesus Christ himself. Sure. That's very significant. And so Christ told him he would now be an evangelist to the Gentiles, so Paul takes all those attributes that made him such a fierce defender of, of Jewish law and tradition and religion and applied them now to to christianity and so now he goes out with the same zeal that he persecuted christians to evangelize and spread the word spread the gospel throughout the roman empire and then he becomes the most persecuted from the from the persecutor to the persecuted and so paul is the ideal person because he's so passionate so intense so energetic so fearless and relentless and so brilliant that he's probably the only guy who ever lived who could do what he did. And obviously, mm-hmm. God and his sovereignty arranged for Paul to be around at just that time to do exactly what he did, which is to spread the gospel like wildfire throughout the Roman Empire and then uh, through history, derivatively throughout the world. So Paul was instrumental, and he might have been the only guy that could have done exactly what he did at the time he did it. And so I think God superintended uh, that Paul was the one uh, to do this at this time and place. Oh, I completely agree, and I'm so glad that you that you covered that because I think that's something in Christianity that we often gloss over. We we know that Paul is a foundation yeah. of a lot of what we believe, but we don't look at his life and who he was and what made him so effective at what he did. Um, and like you yeah. said, he went from persecuting to being the most persecuted, and just his his whole life story is just incredible but um i know our time with you is limited here so i gotta i gotta ask a couple things here first of all uh are we gonna get a sequel to this one like is there a part five are we going all the way to revelation like is david limbaugh going to make the next left behind series no my goal is to glad you asked is for the next book to cover 
the everything uh, uh, past, in other words, Paul's seven remaining books and the other epistles that the other uh, apostles wrote, but not Revelation. Everything left in the New Testament for Revelation. I'm not going to do that. That's first place <laughs> it'll scare people off. Second place, I don't know what I'm doing when it comes. Even I am humble about that. Yes. As brilliant as I think I am. I'm kidding. Yeah. But, you know, no, I just don't. And that get, I've been in Bible studies in Revelation. It just freaks people out. By the way, I believe all Scripture is God-breathed and inspired, and I believe sure. Revelation is, but I don't believe I'm equipped to, to try to simplify that. That would be a nightmare sure. for me, not for anybody else. Yes. And so, so, no, I go, that's my goal. And here's what's funny. I'm kind of methodical on this. I counted the chapters and verses. I didn't count them. Somebody else had already done this. And I have about the exact amount of chapters and verses remaining uh, for the New Testament books that I haven't covered as I covered in this book. So it's ideal. It's uncanny how that works out. One more book should cover it. One more book, if okay. I, if I cover the material in the same depth, depth that I have been. So then we'll have five books that takes us from essentially uh, pre the birth of Christ, but basically the birth of Christ through the uh, the early church spreading throughout the Roman Empire, but nothing uh, in Revelation. So we'll get everything, uh, David Limbaugh commentary, if you will, on everything except for Revelation in the New Testament. Well, I mean, well, the, 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 these last two books are in the New Testament. There'll be three. The first book oh, there's three. Trial was about my Oh, well, yeah, you mean the, the ones you've the, done? Yeah, no, yeah, there's yeah. only two. This, the next one would be the third. But the, no, the first book was Jesus on Trial, which is my my spiritual journey and an apologetic. Why I believe what I believe, why Christianity is reasonable, why it takes more faith to be an right. atheist than it does a Christian, right. as, as Frank Zurich and Norman Geiser said. And uh, the second book is the Emmaus Code, which is about how all the Old Testament points to Jesus. So I kind of covered the Old Testament. You got you got rid of the Old Testament. Yeah, Testament. I, I actually I forgot yeah, that I the first two I forgot the first two weren't uh, weren't New Testament specific. Yeah, so we got the Old Testament yeah. covered with one book. Good job, good job. Um, yeah, yeah, just totally. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever done it in history but me. Hey, what a scholar I am. Yes, there you go. <laughs> And then yeah. we have three. So it's uh, the true Jesus, which is which is the, the the life of Christ essentially. Jesus is risen. Paul in the early church, and then we have one to come sometime soon, just not yet. Yes. yes okay. Exactly. All right. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. We can get this now. It came out uh, this Tuesday, the second. Uh, you can get it at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere that you like to buy books. It's there. Undoubtedly, will be another bestseller within a matter of days, if it isn't already. Like it probably is already, but. Um, so what, um, I was going to ask you one more thing. If there's one thing that you want people, if you would say, here's why you should buy this book, obviously because you wrote it, so it's epic, but I can't say that. You can say that. Uh, here's why you should buy this, and this is, if you get one thing out of this book, this is what I hope you take away from it. I really, I mean this, I really believe, and I keep trying to get my kids, you know, it's like, you know, uh, you can't get your kids to read your own book. Read my book, or you're grounded. No, I, I really believe <laughs> that they, I really believe this isn't bragging because it's not me doing it. I'm sure. not saying the Holy Spirit worked through me. I'm not trying to be presumptuous. But I'm saying um, the Bible is so unbelievable, and this book and the others, I think, help will help people get into it. And if, if I can ever do anything in a ministry, it is to help excite people uh, about the Bible and inspire them to read it. I think if they read this, They'll get a good overview, and, and sometimes in depth, about what it's all about if they haven't already, and they will be less intimidated and, and very much uh, inspired to go to the Bible themselves and start reading it. And if that, if that happens with 
even a handful of people I will consider it a success. So the one thing I want to get out of them to get out of it is a basic knowledge of the scripture, but more than that, an incentive to go read it. Yeah, sure. That makes so much sense. And I, I love that that is your, is your goal. You know, you're not trying to write another commentary. We've got tons of those. You're just trying to help people see this isn't something that I can't understand. This isn't something that I can't study for myself. It's kind of a, a gateway is probably not a great word, but it's like a gateway. No, that is a, that's to, very good. That's a very good. Yes, gateway. Good to studying the scripture on your own. Scripture. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're yes. an aid for people to be like, you know what? I want to know more. I want to read more. I'm going to study more on my own. And you're like a launching yes. pad for that. Yes. Awesome. I love it. Yes. And I think you do that very and well. And I could flatter you all day long, but I know you don't like that, so I try not to. But I, you're one of my favorite people, too, and, and you are awesome. And thanks for having me on. Let's do this again because you are such a good interviewer. You can ask me good stuff. We can do it again. If they, they, <laughs> awesome. We if will. They remember your number. They, yeah. If they remember your number, you're, you're kind of a, a, aloof, so I don't know if they'll be able to get you. You never know. I'm hard to find. So you can f- find his book. <laughs> Go buy it. It's called... Um, Jesus is risen, Paul in the early church. It's the latest, the second book so far in the New Testament expose from David Limbaugh. Find it everywhere. You can follow him on Twitter. It's uh, it's just David Limbaugh, right? At David Limbaugh? Yes, yeah. There you go. Thank you so much, Thank sir. I appreciate you, so you taking time to be with us today. I appreciate you. Take care. All right, you too. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to KVXL 101.1 FM, Experience Liberty Radio from Liberty Baptist Church in Las Vegas.